Bum, 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 bum. Are you bored of that yet? No, because I really like Nirvana. And, <laughs> like, I was obsessed with Nirvana for, like, about a year when I was a kid. So, um, no, I'm always happy to hear something in the way. Although I hated something in the way as a kid. Oh, all right, okay. Because so that was... doesn't make any sense then, surely. No, but I've since come to... I, like, I was big into Nirvana as a kid. But um, not that song. Yeah, because like it was the one different one on Nevermind. It was like the the quiet one. The quiet. Well, well Polly was quiet yeah. as well. But yeah, for yeah. some reason we we always thought that was shit. Whereas now <laughs> I've kind of looked at it and thought, oh yeah. It's and actually... now you are old and yes. you appreciate the song. Yes, yes. <laughs> but anyway, I can't get it out of my head. As soon as I came out of the cinema, it, that's all I did to myself on the way home in the car. When I've been like baffing our kid. I've literally looked at him, he's looked back at me and I've gone, bum, 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 bum. Didn't know what I'm going on about. It just, it's playing over and over and over in my head. Can't get rid of it. It's a good song. <laughs> well, it's not, the, it's not, there's something in the way that I'm singing. I'm singing the Hans Zimmer-esque boom bit, you know, the Batman theme tune, essentially. Yeah, uh, the only Batman theme tune I acknowledge is dinner, 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 <laughs> Batman. Okay, so we went to see the Batman, for anyone who hasn't picked that up already. <laughs> from the title of yeah, the podcast. <laughs> from the title of the podcast and the fact that we keep talking about it. We went to see the Batman. In true The Honeymoon Period podcast style, I went to see it, and then you went to see it. We did a swap. We did. And we've now um, got a bit of time to sit and chew it over together. So it's interesting because I can't, I can't work out at all what you're thinking about it. We, we, we've we done a few funny things with, we've talked about Nirvana in the car and we've talked about the songs and things over tea. And every now and again, I turn to you and I go, I'm vengeance. And you just don't react. So I've not got any sort of clue what you think about the film. Do you want to uh, give me a clue now, please? In, in maybe a riddle. Maybe a riddle. <laughs> go on. I bet you haven't sorted one of those out. No, no, I wish I had. I oh God, I wish I had. I wish I was... Like, clever enough to just come up with one Riddle now. me this. <sighs> I didn't like it. You didn't like it? No, no. I turned oh. against this film within maybe ten minutes of it starting. And then every single thing that happened after that annoyed me more and more. Things that, on a on a different film, I would totally let go by. And I think this, I don't think it's without, like, merit. I think there are some great performances. I think it looks beautiful, certainly at points. Although, it, it's fucking dark. Um, do you mean dark as in physically dark? Or do you mean dark as in thematically dark? Well, both. Okay. But physically dark. Mm-hmm. Like, did you, did, could you see things? Did are you, you know, on other films, I can't remember which one it was. There was one particular. But Eternals was that, the one Thank you. That's of, what I'm yeah. thinking. I thought it was a Marvel. That you came home and you said, I found it really, really difficult to see. And then you'd looked up and other people were having difficulty with it. I, but I agree. This film is dark, both physically and thematically, but I didn't have a problem with seeing things. And it's that's just, what I wanted to check with you. Uh, yeah. But it's just, yeah, I just, just, and I think there's very little just light in the film. Like, even, like, there's no humour whatsoever in this film. Um, which I'm fine with in certain films. But it's just, it's a long film. And, like, I know that I turn against films because of the length. But 
that's three hours of just the same pace all the way through. Um, like I said, I can understand why people are, are really lauding this film and really enjoying it. But for me, it lost me early. And then that was a long way to go through. Through things just really annoying me. I can talk for spoilers. Like, mm-hmm. once we get to spoilers, yeah. I will, I've got a rant of like just things that annoyed me that in other films I would 100% let go so I know that I have my biases on this but yeah not a fan of this film what did you think of this? I was like where do I go from this oh it's so difficult I agree with everything you've said but rather than the film losing me within the first 10 minutes it really grabbed hold of me for all of those reasons (laughs) so I really love a dark film I think this is Fincher Oh, absolutely. And I love a Fincher, as you know. So it was really playing into the sort of thing that I like. I I got to the end of the first 10, sort of 20 minutes and and all I could hear was your voice going, inject this shit into my brains, which you say a lot on this podcast when you've got... Veins, not brains. Oh, brains! (laughs) I'm I'm riddling, (laughs) obviously. Yeah, same, same thought process. This is something I love. I just want more of it. So for me, the more that I got, the more I was like, this is, he's he's really going for it, Matt Reeves. He's really sticking with this idea of the, the dark, the dark night, the vengeance that, you know, comes up all the time. Does it vengeance, vengeance, vengeance? Actually a bit too much for me. You think? Yeah. And I, it's so, it's so difficult to articulate. So I admired it. I didn't feel I was enjoying it. I didn't enjoy it in the way that I enjoyed Batman Forever That's as a 15 year old. I love the cinematography. I love the take on Batman. I really like Robert Pattinson as Batman. I love the cast. I'm, I'm thinking through the cast. Jeffrey Wright, John Tu... Oh, I can never get his surname Tutura. right. Tutura. I was always going to call him Toretto, but I think that's that. from the guy from The Fast and the Furious. Yes, that's yeah. right. So loads and loads of people. Zoe Kravitz. I could list, I could list. But I'm not going to. We'll come to that in spoilers, I'm sure. So the manifestation of this film, this dark film, this idea of trauma and where you take that trauma the cinematography the 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 shots themselves the point of view shots there's loads of pov shots in this and things where you're down by a wheel or up high loved all of that but i came away like you wishing there had been more light and shade i was waiting for a scene with natural light in and the that there was just what I need to went to there was there was one maybe two and they were sparse and then as soon as the natural light came in suddenly it was dark again like within seconds they yeah. went outside and oh look it's it's night again more light and shade maybe a little bit more humor it needs something, something. not even not even like humor just someone just smiling for once in a goddamn <laughs> second i mean i think at one point, I thought this film was going to try and say something about a message and things like that. It tried to bring up like a moral point about the film, but then that no, was just. I think dropped. it does. I think I've, it does. I, we'll get into that in spoilers. Yeah, but I, I, I think there's lots of messaging in this. I, I completely disagree. It just didn't. Yeah, or it didn't work for me. If, even if it was what it was trying to do, um, it seems like 
they wanted to do that and sort of brought it in for like five minutes and then just completely forgot about it to go and turn the lights out mm-hmm. and um I mean I've got yeah, I mean I've got a lot of issues I can talk about this. I mean I'll talk about the good things that I like because let's be positive. I think Paul Dano is brilliant in it. I think that Zoe Kravitz is brilliant in it. I think Jeffrey Wright is brilliant in it. Um but therein the performances end for me. I I do not understand why they've cast Robert Pattinson just to do this. He he has shown he has charisma in a lot of films. He doesn't have it in this. And I, I think that's purposefully so. I think that's absolutely... He's not meant to be the guy from Tenet. But if he's... He, for me, he didn't show any personality. And therefore, why why put Robert Pattinson in there? Why not put, like... John Cena in there. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Whatever. All no, right. no, John Cena. John Cena's. John, John Cena's not the best example there. But yeah, why not? You're just put, thinking anyway. It's, yeah. The, not, yeah. You could put anyone in there. Do we? I think he he fits the the darkness of the film. I think he fits the darkness of this persona of Batman, and I really liked seeing a, a more youthful Batman. We've seen people who are not old by any stretch of the imagination, but they've always been of a certain age. He played Edward Cullen as Batman, though. He played Edward Cullen as Batman. Yes, he, he is just a gloomy, gloomy man. Putting oh, on a yeah, like costume. yeah. You think he's vampiric? Yeah, mm. bring in Jacob. That'll give it some. <laughs> what do you mean, Jacob? Which Jacob? What? Isn't it Jacob? Isn't Jacob the other person in Twilight? Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, Team Edward or Team Jacob? It is might not right? be Jacob. I th- I'm now not sure it's Jacob. I'm going to look this up. Yeah, Jacob. Yeah, I'm right. You know, I was thinking for a moment there that you were going back to Lost. Oh. And you were thinking of uh, Man in Black versus Jacob. No, well, I mean, that's, yeah. No, no yeah, Team Jacob. Oh, okay. Like, that least... just shows you it's been such a long time since I've seen those films. just shows that I'm a bigger Twilight fan yeah, than you, yeah, clearly. I don't know what that says about me. Like, uh, <laughs> um, I think there are a lot of performances seemingly from people in different films in this. There are people do it wouldn't be massively out of place in a darker episode of the nineteen sixties Batman film for me. Really? Yeah. What are you, Adam West? Yeah. Well, yeah. I think that there are there are comic book characters in this. And this is a world away from the comic book characters. Mm, okay. Apart from maybe your your later um, noir graphic novels, I do You do not have, you know, the thinking of the Riddler. With his twirly cane and his green bowler hat and his, you know, very lithe body sort of jumping, very balletic. Yeah. You've not got that. No, but th- I think the Penguin seems to be in a completely different film to me. Mm. Maybe not maybe not 1960s, mm-hmm. but it's, okay, it's closer to um, Danny DeVito than it is Paul Dano's performance in this. Um, oh, and I mean, I don't think it's as, like... They've been advertised that they're. But why do we have to have the every single thing thrown at the wall in this film? Like all the baddies are in this, and I'm not going to go any further into that because I wondered where you were going there. Right, so you you just feel that there's too, too many people. There's, I mean, there's two. Like you've got the. I need to go into that in spoilers because, mm-hmm. but I have a big problem with the way that this is laid out. For example, oh, God, I really want to shout out spoilers and um, thing, but yeah, it and. Like I say, there are things about this film that I would overlook in other films, but it just caught me in the it just caught me in the wrong mood. Three hours, 
three hours of darkness. And when you when you turn against it early, that makes it a very long three hours. I think that's the problem, actually. When I'm I'm mm. just analysing what you're saying, you've come out really early against it. And I think it's so hard to turn back from that because you're not going to get anything different. So this film is relentless yeah. in its theme. It It is... Like we say, there there is no light and shade. So if you are not liking what it starts out with, you're not going to like what it ends but with. But I'm also playing logic traps with it, and like that won't happen, and stuff like that. It's yeah, uh, it, I can explain. That's really interesting in. because I feel that this is the most realistic portrayal of someone who is a vigilante in a a, a big city. I mean, it, it's all I mean, it's set up to look like New York. I know they did some filming in Glasgow. Um, because I remember all of the those photographs being leaked and getting very excited about about it. it yeah, they go like, past Gotham Square Garden. Gotham Square Garden. That annoyed me. And, yeah. Oh no. See. Oh, that's really spent, interesting. I spent a lot of time going. Oh, yep. They're going across the Gotham Lynn, mm-hmm. um, across the Gotham Lynn bridge. bridge. Yeah. Oh, probably wave at the Gotham of Gotham team and. Uh, <laughs> Oh, there's a thirty Gotham fellow. Wow, plaza. you really, yeah, you were not yeah. happy, were you? No, no, no. What, a, what a difference in our our cinematic experiences because I really immersed myself in this almost Blade Runner esque Gotham City. I mean, so much rain, so much darkness, and I really enjoyed the set pieces. I really enjoyed the action. I've, I am a fan of this film. And yet I have hes- hesitation with it. How many stars would you give it? I'd give it four. Okay. It was five for quite a long time and then I could just pick some things. I've heard a lot of people say that, that mm. it was five for a long time and then it just went down. For me, I'm two stars. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Two stars is the sort of thing I would give like, when I'm thinking about Batman and the, the characters that we know from Batman, like you know the the um the first Suicide Squad. That's the sort of rating I'd give for that, and it just seems like a world away from that sort of film. I would rather watch the Suicide. Uh, would rather watch Suicide Squad now than I would watch that again because of the the tone of it. Because yeah, at least, more at least you could at least happy I can laugh, and at least I can laugh at mm-hmm. it. And I think there's things there's times where I'm absolutely laughing at this film. Um, when it, it just it just looks not ludicrous. Asking you to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm really, I'm sorry. It's, uh, hey, you I'm, don't have to apologise to me. I'm really disappointed that I didn't like it because it wasn't a film I was looking forward to. But then yeah. when all the reviews came out and they're so positive, I mean, yeah. this is broke into the IMDb top 250 for whatever that's worth. And it's, it, it's 80%, 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, again, for what that's worth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really, really thought, like, oh, it's probably, it's going to win me around. But it just didn't, I'm afraid. Mm. Um, and three hours is a long time. This is a proper three-hour film. Yeah. It's not just, you know, sometimes when you round it up and you go and see a film, you're like, oh, it's three hours, but actually it's two hours 35. Yeah. This is three hours, plus the adverts, plus the trailers. Yeah. It's a long time to sit somewhere when you're not, you're not feeling it. Yes. Spoilers, I think. Should we get into spoilers? I think, yeah, for you, yeah. for you, you look really sort of crest, crestfallen. But I think you'll G up when you get to have your rant. Yes. So let's go into the spoilers. So spoilers from here on in. Let's play a trailer. Bruce Wayne. Sorry? I wouldn't be bothering you here, but your people keep telling me you're unavailable. You know, you really could be doing more for this city. 
family has a history of philanthropy, but as far as I can tell, you're not doing anything. for the Batman. Why is he writing to you? You came. I've been trying to reach you. Riddler's latest. It's all about the Waynes. If we don't stand up, no one will. You got a lot of cats. Never think about strays. The bat and the cat. It's got a nice ring. You a new friend of yours? I'm not so sure. I'm just here to unmask the truth about this cesspool we call a city. You're part of this, too. Hands up! Stay still! How am I part of this? Oh, you're really not as smart as I thought you were. Bruce Wayne. All these years, you lied to me, Alfred. We all have our scars, Bruce. He's still away. He's involved in this? No, he's not involved. How do you know? Shepard Delaney! Who are you under there? What are you hiding? Selena, don't throw your life away. Don't worry, honey. I got nine of them. Okay, you've had your warning. Now let's, uh, let's get to spoilers. <laughs> Would you like to have your rant? So the very point this lost me, and it's, like, this is such a ludicrous point, but it was when the Jokers are on the train platform. Oh, sorry. I, I completely didn't know what you were talking about then, but the people who had the face painted because it's Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they're on the train platform and they're about to terrorise that guy and they turn around and Batman walks up the stairs, mm-hmm. walks up quite slowly. I mean... He does a lot of slow walking yeah, in this. I yeah. enjoyed that. Sometimes you need to run a minute. The boots. You yeah. know, I like the clinking of the boots and the rain. And... They turn around and go, what are you dressed as? Oh, well, I'm that famous Batman that's mentioned on the news all the time. If yeah. you look up in the sky, there's actually a symbol being projected onto the clouds with my symbol. Um, you not watch the telly or anything like that? And then just from there on, there's a scene where Catwoman, Zoe Kravitz's character, goes into a club. And it's a massive bugbear of mine. But they do all this thing of like this hidden contact lens and stuff like that. And they put an earpiece in. And it's covered by a wig, so like it's less obvious than it would be. But then she's just talking to herself in the middle of the club. And it's like, if you're not really undercover if you're like chatting to Batman, going, yeah. <laughs> like I say, other films... And I let this go. I let that go in Uncharted last week and when I went to see it. and it, But it annoyed me in this film. Oh, the, the, the shoehorned-in love interest between the two of them, which came out of nowhere and just was... Just utter bollocks. Like, they've known each other five minutes and, like, yeah, it just didn't seem to... It, I thought this film... I thought we'd move beyond that. Just the pointless, oh, yep, they're, they're in love now. Um, Going towards the end, there's a bit where Selena Kyle's... Like, when they're being attacked at the very, very end of the film, and she goes, it's over now. How? How do you know that? Like, this, oh, look, oh, the, there is someone at the end. Oh, you didn't even look around. Every single thing like that annoyed me. You, yeah, you've you've really taken things and run with it. Yeah. So I really enjoyed the way that they set up the relationship between 
Batman and Catwoman. She's not Catwoman in this. They don't call her Catwoman. She's clearly a cat burglar. And she's she's trying to get some money because her dad was evil and all of that sort of stuff going on. I thought it was really interesting how it wasn't the question of Batman um, pursuing this uh, this woman, that she was very much in the driving seat there, that she was finding him interesting almost to play with and that they had found in each other some some sense of i think they've had some they've had loneliness there's this there's a lot of um talk of loneliness in the film when the riddler goes into his speech about being an orphan and i think there is a a line going through this about people being on their own and then and then finding each other or having someone else to not necessarily rely on but to 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 be a mirror image of yourself and the Riddler sees that with Batman. He sees them as a symbiotic relationship, even though Batman does not see it that way at all. I think the Catwoman-Batman relationship was really quite interesting. And I really enjoyed that, you know, she was the one kissing him. He didn't seem to know what to do with it, which I quite, I like, I quite like that. It wasn't like this, I don't feel they're in love. I think there's, a fr- I think there's almost like a friendship there. These two people who are clearly quite traumatised who've had this this awful backstories, but very different lifestyles in terms of privilege and non-privilege that have come together to fight against a common cause, but do it in a different way. I got all of that out of it because I was not enjoying the film because I don't think I can say I enjoyed this film. I admired it. <laughs> yeah, I, because it wasn't a film where I was laughing away. I, I think enjoy is the wrong word. I can't think of another one, but... Um, you respect. know, I was with it. Yeah, it was a respect um, a bit more than that. I was, I was with the film. I was with the film all the way through, and therefore I could pull those things out of it. Whereas if you you're lost, we know this from any film that we see. If you are lost right from the first ten minutes, you are going to find everything really annoying, and you're yeah. not going to read in the way I'm reading into that relationship because I want to read into it that yeah, way. Yeah, I think you're writing fan fiction out of this. <laughs> no, but, yeah. I don't. I don't think I genuinely don't think I am. I think I think that's absolutely what the film wants me to wants me to see. I don't think it is this grand love story at all. I think it's more of a um like your word was respect earlier. I think there is this this underlying respect, this 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 camaraderie rather than this beautiful you know the love the love scene. I well okay that's absolutely fine and, and I'm, I'm glad that you got that out of it. It's oh, a bit patronising. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not. I'm genuinely glad that you you saw something in there that I didn't. For me, it just seems like I think you can have respect without having them kiss, and I think it just it's the um, romancing the stone. It's it's just the thing. Oh, the, they started off as opposite, like against each other, but now they're now they're kissing each other. And... I don't think they start off against each other at all. I don't think that I don't think she's ever the villain in this. I think she she comes she comes into his world yeah. because they're looking they're yeah. looking for the same but, thing but the, they're the, fighting the, the same she, she's part of the other side of the, the but, other world to but him only and... be, only because she's infiltrated that world to be able to get her own back against her dad yeah, she's not yeah. she's not a, a really enjoyed the fact she's not a gangster's mole in the way that we might have seen mm. you know if you think back to I'm going to mention Batman Forever again because it was a big film of mine as a child Batman Forever, you've got um, Drew Barrymore and another woman who turn up on the arms of Two-Face in in that film. And they've got about three lines and they're they're linking onto his arms and they're all dressed up. And that's it. They have no backstory that we don't know nothing about them. 
And that's all they are for that film. She is absolutely not this. And I think they could have done it as that they could have, you know, on the arm of um, uh, Carmine, Carmine Falcon, um, or on the Penguin, or, you know, have that. But it's not. She's undercover. She's she's like him. She's playing a different role. I really liked all of that. And I really liked Zoe Kravitz's performance. I thought she was, I mean, the 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 cat like you know the feline i love the fact they had actual cats in the um in the the apartment that really made me think of michelle pfeiffer i think she's very different to the michelle pfeiffer characterization of, of catwoman i really enjoyed the costuming i think she looks just absolutely amazing and for someone so small like she's so diddy especially against his six foot one r pats She's so diddy and yet she's so strong. She's so physically strong and she can move so quickly. And I really enjoyed the way that they produced her action shots, you know, where the legs are going and she's she's sweeping people oh, under. And I totally agree on and, that. Know, I think the action shot, the action, it, she brings it on the action. I think the, the film definitely brings it on the action. Mm-hmm. It's just the bits in between that I didn't okay. enjoy. Um, I mean, I'm going to carry on. The first, the first act of this film just seemed to be them introducing... A character to kill him off five minutes later, and then we'd reveal that he was a bit crooked in the end. Or we introduce a character, then we reveal he's crooked, then he's killed. Isn't that part of the the serial killer vibe to this? So we, this is a this is a Batman film where he is the detective. You know, he's meant to be in the comics the world's greatest detective, and I don't think we've seen that in previous films. I didn't see it in this film either. Okay, I I enjoyed the fact that we, uh, you know um, I want to call him Commissioner Gordon, but he's not in this. But Jim Gordon's inviting him into a crime scene, and we can see. The film tells us in quite a subtle way, I think, you know, when he's looking at the floor and to try and get someone who's taking photographs to take a photograph of that 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 part of the floor. He's he's seeing things that other people aren't picking up, and I really like that detective side of things. And it, I mean, it was it really reminded me of Seven, which is a film that I rarely revisit because of the violence and the nature of of the the film itself but I have a real respect for and obviously it's Fincher all over it reminds me again of Zodiac which again another Fincher film all of those things I really really buy into it, it, the, the whole detective side of things just didn't work for me it was just generic introduce, introducing of characters and them offing them for me and I, I've seen better versions of it this month not this month, this year anyway, because I've just realised we're now in March. Um, I, I know that r- rubs it in that you never got to see Death on the Nile, but yeah, no. Death on the Nile introduced those points better. Poirot was a better detective than Batman. Mark, how could you? How could I? How Yeah, how could I say that Agatha Christie's better than... <laughs> Better at writing a mystery than Batman. I think he solved the the riddles really quickly. I could not solve those. Did you get Did you get those riddles straight away? Is this my little autistic brain sort of like just looking at it, going, "I would need about ten years to work out what each word means and where it is all placed." I quite like the fact that there's a Spanish thing in there, and I was like, "That doesn't quite work." Like it wouldn't be L because it ends in an A, so it would be La. Yeah. Um, Anyone at home, Mark's been learning Spanish for the last however many years now. No, is it two? No, no, no. It's a, it's a year and a bit. It oh, was, is it? it was Christmas. I it was two. Christmas twenty twenty that yeah. I started. It was lockdown Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, and then things like oh, what? Yeah, a lot of them I think was just generic ones that you hear when you're like a kid and somebody <laughs> tells me. you a riddle. Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently not. I really don't do well with riddles. Um, and then you know 
and then it goes to the other end where there's absolute where it's like three two one levels of riddles and um oh yeah just take it out and it says drive in the middle no no, no it didn't no it didn't no uh, yeah however i think that paul danner is absolutely terrifying as the riddler and i really liked that because it's, we've only seen sort of cheesy versions of him from um frank gorshin to um, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Um, the guy who played Gomez. The guy who played Gomez? Oh, yes. Raul Julia. No, no. The original Gomez. The original Gomez. In the Adams Family. Oh, I don't... I don't. Yeah, I don't know this at all. This is something that I have no context for. What, you mean the black and white Adams Family? Yes. John Astin. And when was that? That was in the original... In Adam West? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So there were two there were two Jokers. There were Frank Gershon and... You mean Riddler? Yeah, sorry, yeah. What did I say? Uh, Joker. Joker, yeah. We'll, we'll come on to that. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. <laughs> but seriously, yeah. Going back to the 1966 Batman. Okay. So the, the four, the four, like, franchise villains. Riddler, Joker... Penguin. Penguin. Catwoman. Yeah. All on the table now. All on the table. Did they learn nothing from Spider-Man 3? I don't need to see the penguin in this film. He, it, it wasn't the penguin for me. It's Colin Farrell. <laughs> don't get me started on that. Like, if I'm criticising if I'm criticising Jared Leto for... For his makeup. Uh, yeah, then I'm criticising this. I, and, and I know that and I understand that there's going to be a spin-off yeah. of this. Yeah. It, it it seems really cynical that, and you can spot that a mile off. Yeah, there, there's I felt no that. reason that needed to be the the penguin. It, I really felt that as well. It was yeah. shoehorned in, and yeah, um, I didn't need. Uh, yeah, the the bit at the end when we're on proper third act things now. Yeah. But at the end, the unseen prisoner in um, in cell, I think, is he's known on IMDb. Um, do you know who that is? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Barry Kogan. Barry Kogan. Kogan. Yeah, yeah I don't and, and I love him. Barry Kogan, mm. and I'm I'm really glad to see that he's getting a lot of work. So obviously, he's in yeah, the Eternals, yeah. and um, it's obviously big. Uh, I think first sign breakthrough in Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's. I was worried because when he starts, it was it wasn't cackling at that point, but he mentioned something to do with clowns or something to do with Joker. There was something that I thought, oh no, it's Joker. And then I saw the hair, and then saw the outline. And I was trying to place who it was. I thought, oh, this is an unknown person. But then it started to sound like Jared Leto. I and thought, I really yeah. thought, God, this this will not be... Matt Reeves will not have put Jared oh, sorry, Leto I in. I, know, I in didn't this. think it was Jared Leto. The, oh, you didn't, right? I, thought, I was wondering I if it was going to be Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, because it's it's very similar and it's it's yeah. noirness, isn't it? Of joking. It's got... Yeah, that's the, that real feeling of it. Um, I'm pleased it's not yeah. him. I'm pleased it's someone new because yeah. I think this should be... I think everyone else was new, so it should be new, and they should. And the timeline be that. doesn't work out between yeah. Jared Leto unless then, you're going to mix yeah. him up and do a Colin Farrell on it. Uh, yeah, exactly. So it just it seems to me that this is a, a just a very much a separate universe, but one that I really got behind. To be honest with you, I felt at the end of the film that I'd really like to go back to Gotham. I'd like to go back to this Gotham as as much as I really like going back to Batman and Robin, which I know is a film that is completely derided. I like being in that world as well. I think you can live in both worlds and in, and you know really um 
get things out out of them for completely different reasons obviously I haven't seen anything this dark for quite some time I know Nolan took it darker but I I, I mean this is this is an absolute step in you know I mean Bruce Wayne is not in this film you know the playboy Bruce Wayne that actually I really don't like in the Nolan films I never took to Christian Bale in the no I, I I really respect the Nolan films but he's not my Batman I much prefer Robert Pattinson's version of Batman because of the difference there because of the the young man that's had trauma that's so much more realistic that it's built his body up that's um full of bruises that's finding it difficult to see past the mask that he wears night after night I thought he did a really good job of showing how someone can't just switch between these two characters there has to be a residual um force left you know there's there's got to be something left there and you know when you're up all night and you're tired I mean his hair in his eyes really annoyed me have to be honest really wanted to have a wash um the eye makeup I quite enjoyed for a bit but then I thought "Mm, I've kind of seen that now so there were times where I thought just you know flick your greasy fringe out of your face Robert and you know maybe be a, a little bit more a little bit more of Bruce, Bruce Wayne that we would know but the film tells us he's a recluse people don't see him anymore I think this is very much setting up where he goes from now he learns at the end of the film that, that vengeance perhaps is is not the way forward or the way to present himself because that's what the riddler's goons have done they and that's what the riddler has done he is i, I am vengeance i'm just like you i'm t- i'm taking everything out on these people who lie and that he has that realization that actually he needs to be a beacon of hope rather than this this dark justice i like that you know how you were saying in our non-spoiler section that the the film wasn't really saying anything that's what i took out of it i took that idea of metamorphosis in the batman this this young batman who'd only been going for you know this this is year two that he is developing into the the batman role he's developing into the bruce wayne role he's coming to understand his family history i thought it was a really good starting starting points and perhaps in the films that are to come, because I absolutely think this is setting up for, for further films. I think there will be. No shit. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I I think we will see the light come through and I think we may see Robert Pattinson allowed to bring more of that charisma into his Bruce Wayne with, you know, the mayor coming in and this new mayor who's saying, the mayor doesn't sound right, mayor, <laughs> the mayor coming in and saying, you know, I want you to, I want you, Bruce Wayne, to help with the... Um, with the philanthropy and I, I can see that coming through That's and I enjoy that. that. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> you do it, not do it enough. I want you to help me. Yeah, more. yeah, yeah. I mean, she's a straight talking woman. She's 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 saying. Sorry, you know, I'm voting for the dead guy now. He was from Spooks. Did you did you know who he was? The first the first guy who died. He was um, someone who was in that BBC show Spooks, I've never which seen I think Spooks. was called MI6 in America. I've never seen it. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. I, I think his name's Adam or something. It might have been in the show. But anyway, there were lots of um, people, like British people, that I knew, I know from other things. There was one guy who was an abusive husband in EastEnders. I think he was, um, anyone who's watched EastEnders for many, many years will remember Little Mo. And he was Little Mo's husband. That it was a really strong storyline in EastEnders about coercive control and um, domestic abuse. I remember the story. Yeah, line. and he plays the um, the commissioner who was Jim Gordon's partner who had a bad 
experience with the rats. So that yes. was him. And there were lots of other people that I was like, oh, I know them. They're not American. Yeah, Connor Neal turns up in it. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed yeah. that. I enjoyed it because obviously they were filming filming over here. So, yeah. But, yeah. I'm, I know, I'm, you're, I'm, you're, really, you're really not impressed, are you? I'm so, I mean, for me, I'm glad that you got that out of it because for me, it just seemed, it seemed really, really... Um, oh look, I'm going to be vengeance. No, I'm going to go and take these people out of the water, and it just was so. Do you think the style of it was beautiful? You know, when he puts the flare up and he 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 has it up in the air. It's almost it's, it's quite religious. I think I thought it was a real, real sort of um, it was, religious. I've just watched Encanto. It was like yeah. leading the uh, leading the people across the river uh, with the a family candle. magical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, I I just thought it was shot so beautiful. My my eyes were just dripping with like love for the 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 the, the beauty that was coming out of the screen. It's been a long time since I've been at the cinema and gone, oh, I'm just so immersed in this world. I so I loved the I loved the water pouring into Gotham Square mm. Gardens, um, and I I really like the fact that the the end of this has had consequences. Like, they have ruined the city. Yeah, he doesn't find the bombs in the cars and and, and the vans. Because I thought, oh, how is he going to get these bombs? And I was like, oh, God, they're going out. They're just going to go off, and the water's going to come in, Mm. and he's not going to be able to come to the rescue. But to mention the the other lot, like, Mm. there is... We occasionally in the Avengers, post-Avengers, see references to the Battle of New York and stuff like that. This is... Gotham is flooded, um, and I really, really hope that in the next film, because of course there's going to be another film providing this as a success, they they must have to start this off with like you know Batman with a with a bucket. <laughs> with a bucket. Well, the National Guard are coming, he says in the end. Yeah, I mean they're taking the time, aren't they? But um... and they said that the when they set it up as there are pockets of the city now that have been been taken over the control of other gangsters, and obviously you see the Penguin there, and I think that's where the DC TV show is going to come in. Yeah, and I mean, and, and I noticed that you never see a face for uh, Sal Maroney. I don't um, know who that is. So, you know, so you know uh, Falcone? Yes. He's taken over from Sal Maroney, who's another gangster in the Batman universe. He's the one oh, who... Oh, he's the one who did the, dr- the drugs Bruce, bust. Yeah, who... who yes. um, sorry, who... Daddy Wayne uh, <laughs> Thomas. has put away. Thomas Wayne has put away. Yeah, okay. He's the one who was... When Tom Wilkinson didn't come back, he was the one who became Eric uh, Roberts. I think. Right. In, okay. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. You don't see anyone play mm. him, do you? So he can come back into yeah. it, I guess, because he's mentioned that he's in Arkham. Yeah. Although I hear that there's an Arkham TV show coming. Yes, that's in, my other thing as well. Of course, there is. I wasn't entirely sure about the whole Martha Wayne being an Arkham. Um, and that there was some sort of thing about her mental health and then wanted to keep that secret. Yeah. I wasn't quite convinced on that. that I don't think I needed that. That must be that must be from the law. Mm. I wouldn't have thought that. I know in. they do something very similar in the Joker in that they're setting up Thomas Wayne not to be the great guy. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't need to know the family history. I, I at one point I thought, oh no, are they setting up the Riddler to be Batman's brother <laughs> or half brother because he is this group of children who are going to go to the orphanage and maybe it was that he'd had an affair. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. I thought, oh, please don't go down that route. And they didn't, which is great. Yeah. And I, I liked it. I liked it. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm but glad. I didn't like it to the extent that I wanted to. So okay. I'm, I'm disappointed. Like you, I have this level of disappointment 
but not to the extent that you do because I built this up and built this up and when I first saw the, you know the original teaser trailer which was just bump 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 and then I saw the um him walking to us I thought oh this is going to be so dark amazing I just love a dark film I think it just needed to give me a little bit of light I was waiting for a scene in the light yeah all the time just like please can we go outside please can we have some, some sort of normality please can we see a little bit more of the bruce wayne and him with his accountants and i, I just want a, a tiny not even like a huge amount just a tiny bit more of that and i thought in a three hour film we could have done with with a bit more but having said that i really loved those action scenes i love the way it looked and i enjoyed the characterization mm. so it it feels to me like I'm being a bit cruel to it because I wanted a dark Batman. It's given me a dark Batman and now I'm going, I'd like a bit more light and shade, please. But yes, it just 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 needed just a little bit more balance for me. How indestructible is um, Batman's chin? Um, very, apparently. Because he can he be next to a bomb. away. <laughs> and yet there's, like, just looks like he's just yeah. there. But also, like, didn't someone have, like, a, a, a shotgun as well and then just put yeah. it into his yeah. chest and I realise he's got all of his armour on and everything, but come on. That just no one can hit mm. anywhere near his face. Yeah. I mean, or his eyes. Mm. Well, his eyes are on his face, aren't they? <laughs> but I really, at one point, I really thought they were going to kill Alfred. And I thought, oh, yeah, I really respect yeah. that because yeah. they've got a big-name actor in it, Andy Circus. Mm. No. No, he's didn't get enough to do. I'd so like much to, plot armor. I really would have loved to have seen more scenes between him and Alfred to be able to give that that payoff for when Alfred comes round and they yeah. have this whole storyline and he's almost saying to him, you know, you, you you've been there for me and maybe I, I can't show it. I, I think they did well with what they had. I really do, but I think we just needed a little bit more Alfred and Bruce to 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 bring that forward. Yeah, can I pick a? Can I? You're going to have to find something else. Can I else? criticise you? Uh, all right. How in 2022 are you leaving a superhero film before the very end? <laughs> oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. You know what? I looked at my watch and I thought, because you were coming to meet me at 21 minutes past the hour. And I looked at my watch and went, oh, it's 10 minutes past. I'm going to be early, which is really exciting for me. I can go at the loo. I can um, go outside. I might go for a little walk. And I just thought, this is not the film where you're going to get a mid-credit or post-credit sync. I just thought, it's just this is just not it whatsoever. Other people are leaving. I know that's, you know, I'm often the last one in waiting for the post-credit. But I just thought, you know what? I've been here for three hours, if not longer, once, you know, you put everything else in front of it. It's time for me to leave. Off I go. And then you you told me while I was in the loo. <laughs> that was, I, I thought, I can't really go back in now. Of course you can. No, it was, mm, uh, I, think you I think it was it'd be a bit weird. Have you looked up to see what it was? Yes, I have. And I'm not worried that I've missed it. And so for anyone who didn't stare... Hello. It comes up at the end with like the little C prompt, the question mark, um, green screen. And it says, goodbye, question mark. And then the screen sort of flits and... There's a URL that's flashed really quickly. I suspect it's the um, it's, Spanish language it one. Is. Yeah. It is. Apparently it's been up there for a year um, and there are riddles on it that you can solve. Yeah. That That's it. It's mm. not worried. And then it played a trailer. Oh, did it? Yes. Oh, I, I didn't know about that. It played a trailer for the DC films that are coming out this year. Right. Um, so Black Adam. Right. The Flash. Mm-hmm. Aquaman 2, whatever, whatever. Okay, right. And the Batman. 
Right. So, in this sizzle reel of DC films coming out this year, it included they the one advertised the film that you've just that you've sat just for three seen. hours oh through. Oh my god! Oh, no one's thought that through, have they? All that money. I uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, okay. it was something that was released months ago, I guess, and mm. just yeah. But yeah, that was that. That was the. Oh, I bet that really, really helped. You know, you feel really happy towards the experience. I think uh, experience. I just said, fuck off when it came up. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like you. Um, but yeah, look, um, if if people like it, then I'm really, really glad. But like I said, this caught me in the wrong mood, clearly. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it's a no from me. It's a no from me. <laughs> And it's a it's a, a resounding yes from me. It's a it's four stars versus two stars. Resounding yes. That, what you've just described is four not star- resounding. No, the, that's me nitpicking. That's me nitpicking at the film and finding my finding it difficult because you are so down on the film that I want to be able to acknowledge the things that you have said as as being something that I agree with, but I don't agree with them to the level that you do. So for me, overarchingly, overall, it's a resounding yes. I would go and see that film again. I know you wouldn't. I can see that on your face looking at me. But I would absolutely go and see that again. I would actually really like to see it again. I'm going to book a week off work and I might watch the first (laughs) act of it. And then I need to book another week off for the next act. And then, yeah. I think we get the point, Mark. Yes, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our... How, how could we describe this review of Batman? Stepson, son. <laughs> contradictory review yes. of uh, the Batman. That's At least it's finally out. At least, you know, because it, obviously it was held back, wasn't it, with everything. So um, I'm, I'm pleased it's, it's with us. Uh, me too. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to finish on a positive note here. Anyway, let us know what you think. Are you team Mark or are you team Elaine? You can find us at The Honeymoon Pod on Instagram and Twitter and we're on any podcasting app of your choice. So I think we're going to do something else sometime soon, aren't we? We've got a date night lined up sometime soon. Oh yeah, we've got a date night, uh, uh, which for anyone who's not listened to the pod before, that's where uh, either Mark or myself picks a film that the other person typically wouldn't watch or really really doesn't want to watch and it's our only chance to get them to see it with us see crank episode yeah yeah see see former episode for crank so yes um yeah it's my choice so who knows what's what's coming next i'm, I'm petrified <laughs> thanks for listening everyone and thanks for joining us on this step into vengeance Ta-ra. bye <laughs>